0: Welcome to Paranormal Underground Radio. Join us each week as we delve into some of life's most complex questions. It's time to explore the unexplained with your hosts, Karen Frazier and Rick Hale.
1: It is Thursday night, if you can hear our voices, you're exactly where you need to be. She is Karen Frazier. I am Raquel. This is Paranormal Underground Radio at azradio.com. Welcome. So uh good evening, Karen.
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh so tonight we're going to be we we are having a repeat guest, but I'm excited about it. We're going mm-hmm. to be talking to Psychic Medium and good friend Seth Michael.
1: That's right. You know the Seth on it was about 6 weeks ago and you know we had a, we still had a lot of questions and a lot to talk about so hopefully we can at least cover a little bit more tonight
2: well you know there's always good stuff to talk about right
1: always good stuff to talk about
2: so i understand you're on rain delay rick hale
1: Yes, uh, Chuck and I, we were going to be filming uh, the very first episode, a uh, pilot, I guess you could say, for um, Eerie Events. And uh, we had been, you know, putting videos all over Facebook and sharing them with everybody we possibly know. And then we both get up this morning. Now, you know, Chuck lives on the south side of Chicago, whereas I live on the north side of Chicago. So where we're going to is like kind of like right in between and if it's raining 2 hours away at his house and it's raining up here by me chances are it's raining in that area so and not only that too it's by the Displaines River and the Displaines River has a tendency to overflow uh to flood quite a bit and it's been raining all week so we've just said that's it we're you know we'll have to reschedule it
2: do you know what i have to say to that what's that not up boys i am from <laughs> washington state it rains all the time if we didn't do crap in the rain we would never do anything
1: well it's like i told chuck i'm like you know hey we could probably go and do it if we brought the snorkeling gear but um you know I'm oh
2: yo weenie
1: uh, you know what when it comes to that kind of thing i am because i like like it's anybody who listens to the show and you guys that know me i have a fear of water i don't know why i just do
2: mm. oh i didn't know that
1: yeah i do i do not like natural bodies of water I, i've feel, if I go in like a lake or an ocean or a river, I just, I feel creepy. Like I feel creeped out. Hmm. I don't like that feeling of fish biting at my feet.
2: Yeah, that's not why.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's probably I drowned in like a former life or something like that. So, mm-hmm. but enough about me, Karen, how about you?
2: Um, well, gosh, so. You know, I have golly a new gosh, one. Since, geez. Oh, golly gee. So I have a new <laughs> one for our good friend, Paranormal Safety Elaine, who is listening in the chat room I see this evening. Okay. This is new. So we went, um, we had an investigation out at a farm this last weekend.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, actually had some members of Seth Michaels' group, White Light Paranormal Insights, join us, which was fantastic. They were great to have with us. Um, really brought a lot to the investigation. But... Good. So I had I we all it was um, it's an empty property because they're selling the house,
3: okay.
2: And um, so there's no furniture or anything. Plus we were we set up our base camp outside so that we could string cameras to every building on the property. Right. And so um, we brought our own chairs. I have these folding Tanner soccer chairs, right? Okay. So I brought three, mm-hmm. and babes, I think we set up two and one laid on the ground or something. Okay. So. Put him in the back of my car. Tanner has been driving my car all week because his car broke down and Jim is fixing it for him right now. So mm-hmm. he gets home today and he says, um, there are millions of spiders all over the car.
1: Oh, how does, oh no, forget about it.
3: Yeah.
2: It,
1: game over, man. Game <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> my car, all over my car. So it's from these chairs.
1: Uh-huh.
2: It's something uh-huh. laid eggs. Apparently, while they were laying outside, or whatever, put them in the car, and they hatched all over my car. so Jim Jim sprayed the car with raid, and now it's being aired out, so we're going to have to vacuum and wipe it down, and ah, uh, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> so I bet I, I bet there's, that's for Elaine's new book. There you go, Elaine. Feel free to use that.
1: You can't have a paranormal investigation with that, without at least one creepy crawly.
2: <laughs> well there's also we thousands. also saw mice. Yeah, we saw mice and you know, it's all right. It's you-, you know, it's a farm. It's a working you know, it was a working farm and now it's an empty farm and you sure. know, little critters run around and yeah, it's all good. Yeah.
1: Can you tell us about the investigation at all?
2: Um Well, I mentioned it last week and I said that it's a really interesting study of how a family's energy affects um place in which they live right and i still believe that to be true
1: no i absolutely agree with you i think that uh, the psychology plays a major part in you know in anything that's that's related to the human condition
2: Mm -hmm. so there were multiple layers of things going on in this on this property Mm -hmm. um and some of it was you know ghosty spirity stuff and some of it was energy stuff And I think that some of it was um, just sort of related to really lots of kind of deep earth energies and things as
1: well. So are we talking like psychokinetic in nature at all? Mm,
2: No, not that so much. Just that, um, well, so I'll just tell you real quickly without being too specific that um, there was some hospice care that went on in the house. Gotcha. hmm And so that created some energies, I think, that are a little different than what we're used to dealing with. Okay. Not in a bad way, just in a different way. But what right. was, was interesting is we had uh, two members of Seth's team, Tracy and Kristen, were with us. And Kristen Seth, <laughs> Seth texted Kristen a few times and said, what's up with this place? It sort of feels, you know.
1: <laughs> Icky
2: not icky it wasn't icky at all it was beautiful it was beautiful i mean while i sat there no but it was just there was so much going on there you know i sat there when i was monitoring the um the cameras and of course we were sitting outside and Mm -hmm. i was um gosh there were hawks soaring above you know there were deer in the field Eh, how could that place like that be icky right it was fabulous
1: yeah you know i've i've never been up to the Pacific Northwest, but you know, uh, anytime I've seen pictures or, you know, videos or whatever of the place, it's just uh, you got a lot of wildlife and it's just, it's Mm. beautiful.
2: Well, we have a lot of wildlife in the back of my car now, so there you go. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I I said to Jim, can you just vacuum them up in the uh, shop vac? He said, oh, it's beyond that. So, I walked outside and he had all the windows open and he was spraying raids,
1: (laughs) Oh God! Well, you yeah. know what? Take care of the little buggers right now, and then uh, you'll be able to drive that car again.
2: Oh my gosh! I just how, how funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, spiders don't bother me. Spiders are are not one of my triggers.
1: Mm, no spiders. It, you know what? It, it depends on the size of the spider for me. If it's a really humongous spider, yeah, I'm gonna be afraid of it. If it's just a tiny little one. Yeah, whatever. Just leave them alone.
2: Yeah, spiders don't bother me, but maybe like thousands of spiders might. Or bats? No, bats are a totally different story. I think you know that. Yeah. If it was like, if my car was filled with Weird Al Yankovics, I would be freaked out.
1: I don't know how you can say you're afraid of him. I just Terrified. don't understand it. He's creepy. He's a nerd god.
2: No, he's creepy.
1: Okay. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> yep.
2: Elaine thinks we should bug bomb the car. You know, that's um, kind of what Jim did with the raid. He bought, spider, yeah. he bought Raid Spider Killer and... You know, it is what it
1: is. You're not even well, going to let the little guys have a chance?
2: Oh, I feel terrible. I hate, First of all, I hate killing anything. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I always want to put spiders outside if they're in the house. I, I, I don't like to kill anything. But right. um, I just don't know what we could have done other than let them take over the car.
1: No, you can't do that. And then, th- then they're going to be driving it, taking it for joy rides. And uh, well, you just right. you, you can't have that.
2: No, we can't have that. You know, it's already bad enough that I can't get my stinking car back from my teenager until his car is fixed. Sure, he's doing the. Um, he's playing in the pit for the school musical. Okay. So he was in it. Uh, the performances were last week and this week. I think I mentioned it last week. It's back to the eighties.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm going to be playing like um, you know, and this is this is one that chuckle like. Are they going to be doing uh, the final countdown by Europe?
2: No, that they no. took that one out. Can you believe that? Ugh. We went and saw it on Saturday night. No, Friday night last week. Okay. Dave and I did. And Tanner and Connor were dressed as Jake and Elwood Blues, which was just really great. Nice. Um, so let's see what songs did they? They did like Love Shack and um Come on Eileen, Don't Worry Be Happy. Mm-hmm. Um Video killed the radio star, you know, right. stuff like that. It was, there were, it had some real fun moments, and there were a few moments in a high school production. This is understandable. There are a few moments where the wheels just freaking came off.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. I, you know, I was in, I was in chorus and, and all that when I was in high school, and n- n- nothing ever went off without a hitch. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, there was, there was one song that is truly. I told Tanner this. I have to be careful because he has his friends upstairs. A couple of them are in the play. There was okay. one song where it is honestly the worst thing I have ever seen on a stage in my entire life.
1: Well, then that sounds like Europe. The final countdown. <laughs> I
2: can't. I can't <laughs> hear the final countdown without thinking of Joe Bluth from uh, Arrested Development.
1: So, well, no, but then, but then you got Chuck, who actually admitted on the show that that Europe that Europe was his favorite band in the in the 80s. Now that was the first time I've ever heard the words favorite band and Europe said in the same sentence.
2: There you go. Hey, you know what? So, it's 6.15. Oh. You know what break that time,
1: means. Right? Oh yeah.
2: It is time to go to break so we can come back and talk to Seth Michael because he's far more interesting than either of us.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes.
2: So stick around everybody. We'll be right back it's paranormal underground radio on the Hazy Radio Network.
0: Hi, this is Cheryl Knight, editor for Paranormal Underground Magazine.
4: And I'm Chad Wilson, Paranormal Underground Magazine's publisher. Every month, Paranormal Underground Magazine explores the unexplained by examining topics that range from haunted sites to ufology to cryptozoology. We also spotlight investigators and researchers who continue to pave the way in a field that seeks to answer some of life's most complex questions.
0: If you want to read about topics like psychic phenomena, demonology, conspiracy theories, crystals and herbology, and much, much more, visit ParanormalUnderground.net and start exploring the unexplained today. Visit us today at ParanormalUnderground.net and get a 12-month digital subscription for 15% off the cover price. Do you want to keep up with what's going on
2: at Paranormal Underground?
4: Then tweet us on Twitter at ParanormalUG.
2: Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground.
4: There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on your favorite social networking site today.
2: Hey everyone, it's Karen Frazier. I'm here with my co-host of Paranormal Underground Radio, Rick Hale. Hi everyone. We invite you to join Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hey Z Radio Network to explore the unexplained every Thursday night from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific and other times in the flyover states.
1: Each week we talk with investigators in the field, researchers, authors, and experts about topics that include paranormal investigation, ufology, cryptozoology, and spirituality.
2: So please join us each Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for Paranormal Talk with great guests right here on HazyRadioNetwork.com. This is Karen Fraser, writer and radio host with Paranormal Underground. Since I wrote my book, Avalanche of Spirits, the Ghosts of Wellington in 2010, people have asked me what happened next. In my new book, Dancing with the Afterlife, a paranormal memoir, my Wellington story continues. Dancing with the Afterlife is more than the continuation of the Wellington story, however. It's also the story of a lifetime of afterlife research and paranormal encounters. What I've learned has changed my life, and it might change yours as well. To learn more about Dancing with the Afterlife or to read an excerpt from the book, visit dancingwiththeafterlife.com. Thank you.
5: This is Hazy, and you're listening to the Hazy Radio Network.
1: The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Hazy Radio Network, its affiliates, or sponsors. All shows are independently owned and broadcast for entertainment purposes only. That was a good practice run. Thank you. Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Paranormal Underground Radio at <laughs> HazyRadio.com. dot com. Allow me to just explain, okay? This
2: is we can't hear our cues. We're just
1: this is how good we are when we can't hear our right. cues, you guys. Um, it's, oh it's my god, so embarrassing! But anyways,
2: no, um, we can't hear our cues. We're having some kind of a technical thing, and our cues are not coming through to us. And so normally we have cues to come on the air so that when we start talking, and they're just not happening for us this evening. And Cheryl is doing her best, but. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough because of, it's us. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's good enough. yeah, I'm okay, Rick, anyway,
1: anyways, OK, joining us again tonight. Um, he was with us about six weeks ago, I do believe it is. He is a uh, we have Seth Michael again. He is the co-founder of White Light Paranormal Insight, and he is a natural born psychic medium and spiritual advisor with 20 years of experience performing readings. So, Seth, welcome once again to the underground.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much for letting me do this again. There was a lot I left out because I was so nervous. Your yeah,
2: question? it's okay. And, and you're not nervous tonight because it's just us, right?
5: No, no. Actually, it does take me a little bit to get used to energy sometimes, like new people. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah I'm the same way. Um,
5: so, And Rick, you got a really strong personality, strong energy, I would Oh, say. thank you. I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but I'm hoping to explain energy a little bit more, too.
1: Very cool. good.
2: Hey, before we okay. before we go into some of that, I actually wanted to ask you a little bit of something about um, something that happened before you came on the last show. Okay. Because I think it's kind of an important conversation. Do you know where I'm going? No. Okay. So before you, on the last show, you posted on Facebook that you were going to be coming on our show. And somebody came oh. on and said, I don't like people like you who use your... I mean, and that's what she said, I don't like people like you who use your abilities to make money. And you were very staunchly defended, but I wanted to bring it up the last time you were on the show, because I think it's an important topic. And um, so I thought maybe we could talk about it a little bit this time before we got too into things. Is that okay?
5: Yeah, that's fine.
2: Okay. So you were very staunchly defended, because we, we all believe that you use your gifts. Everyone uses their gifts and abilities to make money. It's called
5: a job. Right. I mean, that's a choice, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, I had to deal with that for a long time, too. It it was hard for me to put a price on anything. I still have a hard time with it, but it's because it takes so much out of me, and it's just my total purpose. This is like one thing that I feel I'm in my total element.
3: Yeah. So
5: it's... But if... (laughs) If I don't ask for some amount, I'm gonna be out on the ports of streetland, uh, Portland, streets of Portland, with a sign Psychic "Greetings for food." Right. <laughs> the guides, because the guides told me they would say, "Well, you have to eat in order to keep doing, you know, keep helping people, keep connecting." So it made yeah. sense. So, I'm one but, of the lowest, but I'm not. You know, n- not to say anything about people that charge more. I just still have a hard time about it, and I say because I'm empathic, I'm very yes. I'm most conscious of other people.
2: Yes, well, and I also Sometimes know that, that you do. <laughs> I, I also know that you do a lot for people where you don't charge, and you do a lot of the work no.
5: you do. free. That's yes, and I use the team is great for that because then I feel like I am doing that. But I but I do get other calls too that they really really need to talk. They don't have money, so we figure something out. You know that somehow they're giving back to somebody right. else, right? Right. Um, or yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I just I thought it was because I, there's such controversy when people charge money for things and. You know, I charge money for my writing, and that's, yeah. my gift. that's my gift from God, one of them. And I don't see it as being any different.
5: Oh, oh, I, I okay, I, I fell out of the hole of my thought, and I just jumped back in. Okay. about white light? It and, was, I do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> white light is, um, that's one outsource I have for doing free things, because that's all pro bono. And mm-hmm. it's a lot less energy. And we, um it's, it, then it leaves more time for me to focus more on the ones that, I, you know, the personal readings.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: But there's less energy. Anyway, um, plus, I really like working with the other mediums because there's more angles. Not,
3: yes. And not
5: that I can't get the ones, you know, if I'm doing it alone. <sighs> you know, it's easier so anyway, when you, when, <laughs> that when you work. Joel. You, when you you work with so a, I can do free readings on the
3: show,
2: too. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. and I find when you work with other mediums, for me, and you've been doing this a lot longer than I have, and so you're a lot more confident with it than I am still, um, but I find that that validation that I get, um, like in this investigation this last weekend, other people were picking up the exact things I had picked up on the walkthrough. and. That's very helpful to me still, and I don't know. Do you do you ever get to a place where that's not very helpful
5: anymore? Not yet. No, because I'm <laughs> always open. Because I'm I'm open to something that I'm not looking at or I'm not being aware of. Hmm. That way. Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, makes total sense to me. Okay, so we. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that really briefly because I meant to the last time, um, and I just it just. I, I Like I say, everyone absolutely jumped. I kind of felt sorry for the poor lady because everybody
5: jumped in immediately to your defense. Um, I was really surprised. Like, I, I know I have a lot of good friends. I just didn't, yeah, it was just wild how that all happened. Um, but, yeah, I was okay with it, and I was going to leave her on, but then she started being vulgar to one of my friends' moms, so I had to delete the whole thing. But I'm okay with people not agreeing but she got way overboard, <laughs> yeah so
2: yeah i i that's it, I mean, there's room for everybody at the table, there's room for every opinion um yeah, but but she was off base because I have seen you after a day of readings, you know I'm at the ghost conference, and you were tired.
5: you were yeah, done, you do get really drained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was wondering Kristen didn't tell me a lot about she didn't tell me any details of the case, but she told me that how you guys kind of did it and it, uh-huh. it was really cool she was so glad you know you evolved everyone and everyone got a chance to feel um, and get their own impressions and yeah. so you guys did that and this was from like 3 to 9 so several hours you did, you did the first part and then you switched it over to the medium part and yes. I'm not how do you do that without being drained already because you well, you're not fully communicated
2: right so here's what I do Um, I don't do a lot during the investigation. I monitor screens. I may sit for a little while in a room. But most of what I do during the investigation, because I do the initial walkthrough, and that's where I do a lot of the initial work. Um, And Seth, for the listeners, Seth's talking about the investigation that I was talking about at the top of the show that we did this weekend with a couple members from his team. So I do the walkthrough. Um, and I get all of my impressions from there and I write a report from that and I, I, you know, tell investigators where they're going to go and what they're going to set up and all of that stuff because I can tell where cameras need to be pointed and that type of thing. And then, um, I, I kind of sit and chill out during the investigation for the most part and let everybody else do their thing. I might do a little bit here and there, but I don't do a lot. And then, um, but the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm also trying to communicate and see if there are things that I can do to help the spirits while they're there. So, but we had a lot of people doing a lot of energy work because this farm, you felt it. This place needed yeah, was, a ton of energy work.
5: But you yeah, know cause I kept, well, I kept getting all these, like you said, layers, like every case we go to, there's always layers, especially with an old part. Yeah. An old area. Yeah. And, and but I kept getting the words abuse, um, the yes. depression.
2: Yes. Um,
5: I wouldn't go to. I wouldn't disagree if somebody said there was a suicide on it, on the land because it was that that heavy.
2: That's be. not what it was from, but I understand the energy because I picked it up as a murder energy. And um, once the homeowner explained it to me, and I'm not going to explain it here um, because okay. that's a, a pretty private family issue. But sure. once the home and Kristen can explain it to you because I I told them. So, but once the homeowner explained it to me, I totally understood what that energy was and exactly why you would pick it up as a suicide or um, murder energy.
5: Okay. Yeah, because yes. the murder energy is sometimes more of a panicky or um, or a, like anger rage. Yeah. And um, suicides are more like depressed, but sometimes they get a little yeah. anger and rage in it too. <laughs> so, but that's yeah. what the... Pr-
1: but that's what depression is. Depression is just anger turned inwards.
5: Yeah, right. very good. You're right. Yeah, now, <laughs> you know. S-
1: well, you know, I work in the psychiatric field. Um, Seth, let me ask you something.
5: Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Seth- because oh. I want to bring up a lot with having to do with that, and you can help me figure some stuff out tonight. All right. Very good.
1: I'll try. But let me ask you this, Seth. You talk. Okay. Um, now, you talk about, you know, working with energy and stuff like that. Um, the medium that I work with, Nancy Laporta, um, she cannot hold a piece of equipment without it completely pegging. Do you have that problem when you're doing your own work? I mean, do you do you carry along with you, you know, EMFs or, you know, readers or anything like that?
5: No, I just have a digital with me recorder. Okay. I don't. Um, I had a couple of instances with... The emf detectors but i wasn't holding it one was we were in the basement and it was, it was again this heavy energy and and the EMF it, it went all the way what is it red it goes all the way to that yeah is that yeah. Red? yeah yeah it did that and and so um but at the same time i was getting really weak and i was like almost to the floor like holy cow it was just, like this whoosh of energy just knocked out of me and then and then Kristen asked another question. She was asking the questions, and then it happened again, and it lit up to red, and I'm like, "Oh, almost on the floor again." And then she goes, "Hey, can you do that one more time?" I'm like, "No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's over. <laughs> that sounds like.
5: <laughs> Let's see what we can do." To staff. <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting because obviously draining my energy out to put it into that. Yeah. So that that's started crazy. thinking, you know, I started to think, well, that makes sense about the bug light or the beacon because our energy, and I've heard it from other spirits, that they can recognize us by this. It's like a, almost like being in a bubble. You can tell when there is a bubble ble- being blown, right, even though it's clear, like that.
2: Yeah. 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 Sure. You
5: yeah, can be a little yes. bit of different
2: Yeah. And you know, what's really funny is I don't use equipment very much either. I prefer not to. Um, and like, but we have dousing rods. I can't hold those things. They will not be still for me. They just fly in circles. They just go constantly in circles. I can't, I can't, can't make them stop.
5: I mean, Mm -hmm. I could say stop. Go ahead. I think some of it has to do with our, our unique abilities. Mm -hmm. And that's based on all kinds of stuff, even genetics, Mm -hmm. I think. Sure. Sure. Um, All our experiences, everything. So for me, they most likely would use my energy and go right directly to me. So my equipment won't go off all the time. Um, Like if I'm holding it, it's never gone off. But, well, when other people hold it, it does. Even though, like yeah. one time Kristen was aiming it at my stomach when I felt one jumped in. <laughs> oh. And it went all the way to red. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Which was I do, really cool. I, I say, wish we would have cameras.
2: I get the answer a lot when I ask like a question and say, can you talk into my recorder? You know what they usually say to me? You can hear me. Why do I need to talk into your recorder?
1: <laughs> yes.
5: Because, there's some, because there's some of us I'm who not. can't. <laughs> so,
2: Seth, you had some things that you felt
5: one like reading am not a, I'm not a good investigator medium. I've tried it in several, and it just didn't feel right. It was hard for me to not respond back to the spirits. And yes. they would be pulling my shirt and poking, and um, it was re- just really difficult. And then by the time it was time to maybe help one or two, you know, let them know they can cross if they want to, I was like beat, and yep. I wasn't clear. Enough to do it. So yeah. I, no, I, I totally, some people are meant for it somehow.
2: I totally yeah. get what you say, and that's why I, I do a lot of um you know, I'll help with the setup of equipment and stuff. Yeah. But but I'll typically only do one round of, you know, like a half an hour, hour of investigating mm-hmm. and then I sit in, in and watch the cameras for the rest of the time. Just because really otherwise yeah, it's just too much. So I get it. Yeah. So you had some things that you felt like we didn't get to last time.
5: Right So let's talk about I want to explain more about earth balance Okay Okay. And how I feel um, That Well maybe explain And it's not to convince anybody It's just to maybe encourage people to think it Think it on maybe a different level Okay Okay. uh, And see what resonates So Because many say that our tools are Our best tools are our bodies Because we are just talking about that Yes, I agree.
1: Um,
5: sensing, I agree, too. Um, sensing, yep, and observing. Um, and then that alone has turned a lot of believers to um, non-believers to believers that way, because it's their own experience. But if our greatest tool is our bodies, how can the heaviness of some spirits be ignored, the presence of them? So, um, But first I want to ask Rick, have you felt heaviness in locations ever?
1: Oh, yeah, of course I have. I mean, I am I'm not like you and Karen. I am I am sensitive, but that's about as yeah. far as it goes. I'm not a medium, I'm not a clairvoyant. I'm just very sensitive to it. Um yeah, there's been a uh uh investigation that I did a couple weeks ago or a couple months back. Um the second I walked into this one area of the house, boom, it was it just it was like a weight that just got right on my head and just was just pushing me down and um, yeah so yeah I have
5: did you get any images with it or hear anything or feel any emotions
1: no no it's not anything like that um, there's there's been a couple of times in the past though that I have gotten names and I know that's kind of Whoa. you know that's very strange for somebody who's sensitive but um just or just a sensitive but um yeah I, I have, but it's not. It's just more or less of like walking into an area and knowing that something is there because I can feel like a a shift in, in energy, more or less. I guess, yeah.
5: It's wild, isn't it?
1: That feeling. It is. It is, and you know, I've been experiencing it since I was a since I was a little boy, and you know, unfortunately, it was something in my family that wasn't. um, I come from a very you know uh, fundamentalist Christian family, so it's not something that they liked.
5: Yeah, I can understand. Coming from that yeah. uh, view, that could be disturbing for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Well, okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Am I
1: getting a reading right now?
5: No, 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 no. Oh. I'm just thinking about... Okay. But, but I can at some no, 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 point no, no, if no. it happens...
1: You never you of... never
2: know with Seth he and I It just standing... seemed like it
1: was going that way
2: No, he and I were standing there at the Oregon Ghost Conference and we are talking gonna... about something and he says, you're going to start doing more readings I was
1: like,
5: oh Oh <laughs> <laughs> It just pops out with them. You never know when it's going to happen. <laughs> see, that's one reason I'm not the best investigator medium, because that's what happens <laughs> Things things just pop out. <laughs> it's like, no, don't say that. <laughs> okay, often, let's see. I wrote a couple of notes, but I'm going to try to go off on this, because I just wanted to make sure my, my thoughts were sort of in line. Okay. But where I'm going with this is emotions. So, um, emotions is energy in motion, I think I heard that once. Yes. Okay. And then, um, so then I was looking up things, and I found this really cool quote from a site. Just like we perceive the visible range of electromagnetic energy as different colors depending on the speed of its frequency. So, we sense and feel different emotion depending on the frequency of energy corresponding to the emotional range.
3: Yes.
2: So
5: what that's saying is to me is that certain emotions have certain emotional vibration. They do. They vibrate
2: differently in your body. Exactly. No, they vibrate differently in my body when I feel somebody else's.
5: Oh, yeah, I like how you put that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I can walk into a room and tell how somebody's feeling by the way my body feels in their presence.
5: Okay, so your body, does it feel like as if you're that person? You're feeling that exact emotion? Well, I'm
2: empathic, so yes. Um, But when I distance myself, I can still, I can always pick up, I can can tell the difference between happy and sad and angry without talking to a person or looking at them, just by feeling them. Mm.
5: Yeah. And we're we're um, you're talking about Rick. You're that's what they clarify as clairsentient. Well, sense. you know, and then sense.
1: Yeah, what well, I was gonna. Oh, I'm sorry, Seth. Please proceed. I, go ahead.
5: Jump in there, buddy.
1: Oh no, I was just gonna say is is that you know with like the feeling and stuff because when I do feel something, what it is is it's I get like this weird like tingling in my face. Yeah, it, it's like it. it is feels it like, like an
2: electrical tingling? Is it like your face goes to sleep?
1: Yeah, exactly. It feels oh, like it okay. feels like it feels very ele- that that that. I've never been able to really explain it before, but that's exactly how it feels. It feels like like electricity, like is um, yeah, is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Popping all over my face, and my face gets like warm. But as it's soon water. as I'm like. I was just going to say, as soon as I'm away from that that specific area, it will go away. So you were talking about I describe
5: the same thing. Okay. Yeah, in other parts of their body, like their hand. I know one medium; she used to get it in her hand, just like mm-hmm. you described. And okay. then um, one time there, like the other day, there was a spirit in the salon. That my girlfriend owns a salon I work out of, and I asked her to feel this, and um, I didn't show her where I was feeling it. But um, for me, my hand stops at the energy when she feels a tingle. So okay. she felt the spirit the exact same place I did. Interesting. It's interesting mm. how our bodies, yeah, they go like a different, it's probably different for everybody. Well, and you know, I, can I can read the
2: energy with my hands, too, because I do this when I do the Reiki, I scan people, and so I can read energy oh, yeah. with my hands as well. So, like, um, I can run my hands over objects without touching them, and know if there's something, some kind of energy attached to that object, for
1: instance. Well, that's psychometry. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
2: Okay, so anyway, you were talking about the emotions and how you feel them.
5: Yes. So, I was, okay. All right, this is the whole thing that I wanted to make clear about about Earthbound Spirits is okay. that, and I think of, it, think of it in a term as people, because there's still people. I mean, a lot of us agree with that theory. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, some people agree um, and some disagree that parts of us can split from our consciousness once we pass on
3: yes. and
5: um, go to a different dimension or state, whereas the other part stays, that's unresolved. Um, and I know it's hard to wrap a brain around, but I've experienced that before, for sure. I mean, the split of the, the
3: consciousness.
5: Sure. Yes, there's this. Um, for example, this dad um, took a. It was through reading, and the the dad didn't take certain medication that caused him to die. Okay. Okay. Hang on a second. Oh crap! What was I just saying? Help me! I get these thoughts so quick, and then I lose it.
1: Oh, that's okay. You were talking about medication and and the dad dying.
5: Oh yeah, before that though. Oh crap! The spirits <laughs> you were talking about this.
2: I do this. I do That's this all okay. the time, but I blame. You know what, Seth? I do this all the time, but I blame mine on the menopause, and you can't do that. So, I'm I blaming <laughs> a lot of spirits. Yeah, I know you always have the spirits. Anyway, you were talking about the the spirit splitting.
5: Yes, thank you. Oh, God. Okay, You're welcome. so, um, there was one part that was so gentle, and that was the first thing that came to mind. Just, or, if, you know, t- uh, in my, in my body, I felt this, um, this just really easygoing and just okay with everything. But then there was this part that felt an enormous amount of guilt that the person that was in there, um, one of his kids, well, now adult, had blamed him for that. And he blamed himself quadruply than what she did so Mm -hmm. that part had not been resolved and it wasn't just one person it was two people it was you know in this because there's such a big picture so my thing is like i'm seeing you know some shows and they're all you know scientific we're just going to do scientific and um and that's cool i'm i'm totally for that yet when it's just that to prove life after death it loses the mystery and I think it loses the point because I think possibly the point of us being here is to get to our true selves, our higher selves, the, the yes. that part of us that knows all the answers to all of our questions of existence yes. and beyond.
2: Yeah, I agree with hey. you. I absolutely agree with that. that That's what we're doing here. Yeah. And it's it's not necessarily. So, I mean, this is just this is just us working through some things.
1: Yep. You okay? You okay, bud? <laughs> Hold
2: on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that oh, I got
3: a cough. Oh, that's nah, okay. No, it's all right. all
2: right. I do this. No, right. Usually, I do it like right before the show. I'll take like a big drink of something, and then I'll spend the first half of the show trying not to cough because I, it went down wrong. Oh wow. Either that
1: or the dogs are barking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you need to take a break and go get a drink of water we can go to break?
5: Yeah, let's take a break. I'll I'll get through this coughing thing. Okay.
2: okay. Cheryl, can we go to Cheryl, can we go to break?
5: Hey
3: everyone, G here. Come join me on my show, In the Dark Radio, where we talk with guests on everything from ghosts to cryptids. Starting from 10.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, come into the
4: zone and have some fun. Right here on the Hazy Radio Network. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to
1: discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: Hi, this is Cheryl Knight, editor for Paranormal Underground Magazine.
4: And I'm Chad Wilson, Paranormal Underground Magazine's publisher. Every month, Paranormal Underground Magazine explores the unexplained by examining topics that range from haunted sites to ufology to cryptozoology. We also spotlight investigators and researchers who continue to pave the way in a field that seeks to answer some of life's most complex questions.
0: If you want to read about topics like psychic phenomena demonology, conspiracy theories, crystals and herbology, and much, much more, visit paranormalunderground.net and start exploring the unexplained today. Visit us today at paranormalunderground.net and get a 12-month digital subscription for 15% off the cover price.
5: This is Hazy, and you're listening to the Hazy
1: Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paranormal Underground Radio at HazyRadio.com. We are your hosts, Karen and Rick. Uh, We have been talking to psychic medium and founder of White Light Paranormal, Seth Michael. Um, We had to uh, take a break there real quick because Seth was having uh, uh, some small issues, but everything appears to be okay now. Correct, Seth?
5: (laughs) Yep, I'm okay. I'm just getting over being sick, and it comes back still. So. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's fine. I know that's
1: how it is. Okay, Understandable. so we can
5: want to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. is it cool if I just jump in? Because yeah. I want to address Rick Please. for some of this. So because you're studying mm-hmm. emotions, I was just wondering from the aspect where you learned it from, did they say anything about energy? Because I haven't found anything from, like, that source, just physics
1: from what wh- how do you mean
5: like like energy that emotions give off energy or were there any scientific things done that would fit into the like psychology of it
1: well i mean you know anything with um... you know strong emotion I, you know of course that that's something that you guys feel now you gotta realize something i mean unless there is like you know, somebody in the psychology, psychology with an interest in parapsychology, they're not really going to see emotions as being energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas in parapsychology and psychical research, we do see that because, of course, with the study of you know psychic uh, ability and whatever, then yeah, um, emotion does cause energy, and a lot of people will say that, you know, hauntings happen because of strong emotion. Um, in an area, and, and a lot of that times in parapsychology or psychical research, we call that uh, place memory, where there was that emotion was so strong that it left that psychic imprint on an area. but with like mainstream psychology you 're not really going to get that
5: yeah that 's true okay well let 's talk in terms of just human beings um, for okay. emotion. So it's possible, because people, you you probably know people that have been in a really depressive state. Yes. Um, And then once they, and it's a really, it's a really slow kind of low feeling. It's just kind of like a bump on the log kind of thing. It's hard to move, to breathe, to get up in the morning, that kind of thing. It's like this huge cloud. Yeah. But is it possible to change that? because there've been people that came out of that and their whole demeanor's different.
1: Yes. Well, I yeah, I mean I do believe that I have um I I I have witnessed people that they get they get put on, you know, um as soon as they find out, you know, like a like a a, a medication that's going to work for them. As soon as they can be put on a medication regimen and I do believe that medication can help um you know, bipolar disorder, depression, um schizophrenia, uh post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, what, what, whatever you want to call it uh, that a person is diagnosed with, you know, with, with the help of not only pharmaceuticals but also with the help of um, therapy, uh, psychoanalysis and, uh, you know, psychi- going to see a psychiatrist or going to go see a psychologist, see a therapist or whatever, you can learn to manage your Symptoms of whatever, it, whatever mental illness it, it is that you may have, you can manage them. But the problem is, is that you have to have the emotional intelligence in order to do so.
2: But I believe you can transform them with energy. There are all sorts of case studies of people who have undergone regression hypnotherapy, past life regression, and sure. just in-life regression hypnotherapy who have severe mental and emotional issues. Mm-hmm. that when they visit that place in either this life or in past lives where these emotions came from stem from it transforms them and they are cured
1: see now i agree with that but you're not going to really get that so much in mainstream nope. psychology you're not, not really going to get that but when you you know if if you are if you are you know a psychologist or a psychiatrist and you happen to you know, dabble in parapsychology, psychical research, or whatever, you're going to have a better understanding of that. Sure. Did
2: your question get answered, Seth?
5: Yeah, because Good. I'm comparing yeah. it to my experience with earthbound spirits, because some I have um, witnessed, it's, it's like they still have their um, diagnosis. Yes. Like, one time I was on the phone, yes. it was supposed to be for a psychic reading, but the spirit shows up behind me, this lady, and she's pounding on my floor. You tell my daughter I did love her! And she's screaming, and I'm like, oh, you're, uh, I think your mom is here. Did you want me to give you a message? <laughs> <laughs> and so I described her, and she goes, yes, that's my mother. She had bipolar, and she never got help for it. And mm. so um, with her, I tried... I didn't really go into it too much because um, this wasn't even supposed to be about this, right? You know, it was, it was more on a different thing. So I think, and I, so I just asked the spirit to leave because she wasn't she wasn't changing. But like, let's say if I was on a case or I had more time, or it just felt right, then I connect with the spirit and um, kind of let them know that they no longer have that. They right. no longer need it. Yeah. Well, so isn't that part it's just of the like fact? Waking up different account- Awarenesses and consciousness.
2: Yes, I was going to say, isn't that? different
5: consciousness.
2: Isn't it ego identification? So, an earthbound spirit, what what I define, I mean, the reason that I think spirits are earthbound is because they still identify with their egos.
5: So, if you're, if you're saying that, that's the same as, as emotions and, and difficulties. Well, it's
2: their bad. ego is their ego is their self image of themselves as a living, breathing human being.
1: But if they still oh, see okay. themselves as a living, breathing human being, they're, they're gonna still feel that way. There's still they have So that they
2: still if they're ego identified, yeah. then yes, they still you know I say this all yeah. the time, jokingly, that if people are an asshole in life, they're an asshole while well, they're earthbound spirits too, until they cross over and they no longer have that identification with ego.
5: Right. I
1: agree yeah, that. I agree that. with that hundred percent.
2: Yeah. So of course somebody who was schizophrenic in life, if they're still earthbound Um, is going to have those schizophrenic tendencies. But here's my question then, Seth. That makes it much more difficult to help them if they're that strongly identified. So then how do you go about helping them?
5: I haven't had a problem, and maybe it's because it's my purpose. It's like I sit back in a back seat and just watch myself do this, but not in a way where it's um, dissociation. It's more like it's my higher self because it's that part Mm -hmm. That just feels right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. All right. So, um, connecting, okay, we're talking about connecting with the spirit then is really important. It's like giving the spirit a reading so that you can go and, and look at their life in a helicopter view and, and not just their life, but like their, their, um, oversoul, their, mm-hmm. their ultimate higher self as well. Cause it's, it's, it's helping them be in, um, uh, integration being um, joined again like whole you know what I mean because they're kind of fractured yeah. at that point. Okay. Yep. of being earthbound because you know the human side versus the spirit side right like if somebody yes. kicked me I'd want to say you son of a you know and then um, that's my human side but my spirit yes. side's like okay you know I'm just going to step back and observe this and you know look at everything what was going on with this individual Right. You know, and what was my part? And it's like more of a, more of a big picture view, spiritual view. I call it.
2: Yes. Sure. You and I need to talk sometime when we're not on the air because I have had some experiences through things that I've sought out and just some things that I, you know, done on my own that cool. that explain a lot of these things. I actually think that um, one of the things I did, Seth, was a life between lives hypnotherapy session, and I found out what my. Job is when I'm in the spirit because we all have things that are kind of our jobs as spirits, and yeah. I believe you and I have the same job. You've just been doing it longer. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, it was an interesting. Well, that it was
5: doesn't in- mean that you weren't doing it though, because if you've done this to pe- for people, you yes. have I'm sure you have. It's like it's like natural therapist. Mm -hmm. You just jump into that role. And and somebody that just needs a minor tweak, once you validate for them and acknowledge some things, they can switch it around and be like, whoa, I feel 100% 100 better. Thank you. It's the same thing with spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. So you have been doing it just on an you know invisible level. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I want to tell you about heaven. Heaven and hell. Okay.
3: Okay.
2: This
5: is weird, too. Like, I was... um, Reading that, in some views, energy is just heat. So it's just kind of funny because when when anger gets there, you know, they call it like blood is boiling. So that's interesting. And then hell is heat, as fire.
3: Yes. Please
5: Mm -hmm. don't let me lose its point. It's a beautiful point. Okay. Okay. So um, so hell. Okay. So is that because it just. I don't know if I can verbalize it perfectly, but that all kind of fits. Like for that, um it all kind of fits together. The emotion, um, you know, would give off that heat that um
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Getting
5: yeah. So I'm just wondering if the thing of hell is more so what we create rather than a place. Because when people go I like I call it the light but and I asked my guides and I finally kinda of got an answer. Um, because of the thing I read, you guys too, is uh-huh. that a color, colors with a vibration, and mm. my guides had said, well, that's just the color of the of what it looks like. That's just and they they explained it something with mm. vibration and sound. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that makes it. so that's heaven. Yes. but but this is the thing. People go. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna cross because I want to stay here with my loved one because that Ida. And belief is taken with them that once they go to heaven, they can't come back. Right. So, but the thing of it is, they're not really going anywhere. It's between. It's like in between. Our, yes. It's just the state of being. Yes. That's yeah. what I wanted to say.
2: And, and <laughs> <Okay>. that's, <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really important point, that they can yeah. come back. They can still communicate. Yes. They may ha- they may have to communicate through somebody like you or me because the person they're communicating with may not understand how they're communicating. But they can't. I mean, my loved ones who have crossed, they come to me in dreams. Mm-hmm. They come to me through people. You know. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, yeah, they can come back, and and that's one of the things is, you know, well, why would you cross somebody because they want to be around their loved ones? Well, their loved ones are there, and they're here. Definitely.
5: You know, my my girlfriend's in that all of, it's not really, she says conspiracy fact, (laughs) and I've seen a lot of stuff that, yeah, I agree with what she's researching, but it's Mm -hmm. interesting, too, because I'll just get stuff, and I'll tell her, she's like, yeah, I just read that. Um, but then she keeps talking about 4D or something like that. Some people aren't going to move up. And, um, like, it kind of lies in with that ascension theory and uh-huh. having to do with the shift. And some people are going to be there. Some people are going to be stuck, she says. And then she says she um, realized what it was. It's like a consciousness. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so Because I've been trying to tell her that. <laughs> it's not us moving anywhere. It's Right. It's, um, yeah. Because crime... For example, there will be a time that they don't even think a crime. It's like we went backwards, but we'll go forwards again. I hope so. It's just that they're not going to be thinking of evil things to do because it's I don't think it's inherently in us completely.
2: I don't think it's our mm. nat- the na- I don't think it's the nature of our souls.
5: Right, that's what I mean. I'm sorry, mm. but um I do believe that I'm I mean Again, you know, I'm trying to get the whole picture. There's so much right. more. I know. There's so much more to it. It's not like an A, B, and C thing. You know how, like, D is all the above? Well, math yeah. It's like there's a D, E, F, G. <laughs> no, it's so vast and expansive. Well, <laughs> you no, know every time or always.
2: The problem is, is, we try to explain it from our human understanding. And, right. I mean, there's things that we can't understand. It would be like um if you have a stick man drawn on a piece of paper and all of a sudden a three-dimensional being, us, is trying to communicate with the stick man. The stick man isn't going to be able to comprehend what we are because he's a flat two-dimensional stick man. He can't figure out the third dimension.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Or maybe and, that just... So I
5: believe it. that stick man evolves.
1: Yes. Okay, but, you know, you know back, oh, back to the human...
5: Because if you oh. want to get really deep in this, um, it's, okay, the spirits. They say, um, I, I can tell you sources, but a lot of us experience where they're, they're saying that um, this has all been set up. We already know, and when I channeled this, um, this guide, um, he was talking about that everything already happened, and it's all happening at once. And it's not linear, basically, time. And and that's been, you know, people believe that. Um, So, all right, where's it going? (laughs) Um, Okay. Believe. Say what you're going to say, Rick, and then I'll get it back.
1: No, I was just talking, I was just going to ask, you know, about it 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 would seem though that um you know violence is within our nature because we are a species that has been involved in tribal warfare since the very beginning. Oh yeah.
5: Yeah, see I I don't understand completely all of that. Like I want to because there's something that just resonates that like I Karen I bet you can relate to that. Like some things mm-hmm. we just get, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Whoa." And it will just come as a revelation.
3: So, mm-hmm.
5: um, yeah, so the spirits were saying it's already been done, so it's 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 odd to um, think of it that way, but we've already uh, completed certain cycles, basically. Yes, um, and okay. now we're
2: doing another one.
5: Yeah, and then, like, we're all dominoes on each other. We're all connected, so, like, maybe jane wanted to learn something so bill decided to um that was those two souls would yes. join, and they kind of had a plan and so that the other one could learn and it's yes that's called love. karma Yeah. yeah 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 but some people use it for all oh, you know karma and all that but it's not no. necessarily a bad thing no it's people not people put the labels okay. bad and good yeah absolutely no, I understand what you're saying.
1: Re- yeah. No, I get what you're saying as what, well. What
2: yeah. you're saying is that, and, and the reason some people do bad things, really honestly, is because we can. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, and,
5: well, I agree.
2: And because if we didn't have people who did bad things, then we wouldn't be able to experience ourselves as people who make choices not to do bad things.
5: See? Big picture. There's so many elements. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I'm really passionate about being able to connect. And I've, ever since I was a kid, I would. my mom said I would say these amazing, insightful things. She had no idea how. So I guess I kind of took it with me. And then um, it's like I can connect with somebody so much and because in this lifetime, too, I, I have of... Um, um, experiences that I got out of the well of pain.
2: Yes. And so I can okay. relate
5: to that, but I can relate to getting out of it too. Yeah, so it, leave them at, yeah I understand. I don't leave it just like that because then when I'm connecting with them, it's like, it's even, can I learn more because I'm learning it through them, but that's a different take on how I had.
3: Yeah.
2: You know what
5: I mean? Because well, the same thing.
2: It's so much so sweeter. Able- the good things are so much sweeter when you have had a taste of the bad things.
5: Yeah, it's true. Because mm-hmm. that's what our yeah, that's what our life is. It's all that mm-hmm. black and white balance and It's yeah. duality. Yep. I'm not one or the other. Duality. That's what I'm trying to. Thank goodness you have a writer, around.
3: <laughs> I know all
5: the words. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I think, and I think that's what you're getting at is the yin and the yang that mm-hmm. that you know people always say, well, if there is a god, if there is a heaven. Why do these horrible things happen? Well, they happen because we have chosen to come into human experience. And in human experience, we want to be able to experience ourselves as the full spectrum of things. And if there's only good, you can never really experience good if there's not bad as well
5: you know what i think love is too i think that's huge in this whole thing not mm-hmm. not sexual romantic love that no love the kind that's yeah. so warm yeah mm-hmm. and there's no judgments it just is and and it's it's not conditional mm-hmm. so with this um uh, with the love what was i going to say now Crap. don't do this anymore mind <laughs> 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 thought stealer is now evicted from my brain <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> well we were
2: talking about I, I, duality and
5: you brought up love oh yeah okay so so um like sally might decide to come back to steal somebody um somebody's car or something like that um because that will give the other guy um, more learning. Like, we, yes. it's almost like we, I think we sacrifice ourselves a little bit, our discomfort. Yes. I made I might have came here to be a, you know, a troublemaker when I was little, um, where I didn't plan that, but I got my mom some heartache. But, um, maybe we had decided that and that, you know, my uncomfortability with that later is something that I wanted to experience for her. Yes. Because it's all connection. Well, yes. I think we all come from the same source. I mean, mm-hmm. let we want to go into the reptilian stuff and all that. but <laughs> No, right. Because I, I yeah. don't know about, much about that, but, but I believe we're all from the same source. I agree. So why well, wouldn't we be connected?
2: Right. Well, you know, I will tell you that the people in my life who are the ones that I have the biggest problems with, butt heads the most, ones who I really, really dislike on a human level, are the ones who have given me the greatest gifts of love. And so I have to believe that on a soul level, they must love me very much because they came and chose to be these huge assholes, for lack of a better term, in my life so that I can learn and grow and forgive and love from that. And that's a gift of love in my my opinion.
1: Yes. Yes. I've never really thought of it that way before. I just thought they were just being straight-up assholes.
2: No, they're there to teach you something. They're there to give you a okay. gift. It's a gift. Okay. It's an absolute S- gift. I mean, I can think of a couple people who are just big jerks in my life, but the gifts that have come out of having to still be the kind of person that I want to be around them have been
1: tremendous. Well, then it looks like I'll have to uh, view my a, a certain coworker of mine in a much different light. There you go. It helps, for our, it
5: helps us more so, mm-hmm. I think, because okay. then we're not having that, like, oh, I got to be with that person this today, that kind yeah. of thing. We change our perceptions on it. Yeah. It's... But anyway, so one more point I wanted to make okay. is that we can start now to live within the light because it's here. Yes. And I know it's, it's, well, for me, it feels impossible to do that all the time because <laughs> I'm still trying to learn on my human level here in sure. this particular life. So, they all are. But I'm still yeah. doing my yeah. spirit purpose that I feel. Because um, that part feels right. But I've still got, you know, I got anxiety. Like, you won't believe that kind of thing. I'm still working on human stuff.
3: Sure.
5: Uh, but the, the thing of it is is that, that um, the Zen approach is a really good one. But so people have a hard time too with, with you know, um, thinking that we would be stuck. And, and I don't think we are stuck. I think it's, but we do get into that mentality, even before we pass on, where we're stuck. We're still talking about the, the same breakup from five years ago, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. We yes. haven't opened ourselves to other opportunities. We're, we're stuck, we're choosing to be stuck in that same vibration. So it's the same thing when we pass on. So if we have all these beliefs, these ideas, um, things happen to us that we, we're just protesting to look outside of, then how would we match the vibration of the light? We wouldn't. So that's why I think some people are here that have that where, um, you know, to, to be able to just reach out to those people and just know what to say. Um, but not everybody's here to do that. So so I don't mind if, like, people don't agree or, you know, don't experience it. But I know the reason I keep doing it, too, is the clients. They, yeah. Not one sure. client have ever said that, oh, it still feels so heavy. They never, ever. And it feels like a brand new house. And I can't explain that. I mean, I from, you know, like if I was just a human level, but it, where I can sense it. But didn't yeah. know what I know on the spirit side. Then be like, damn. <laughs> you well, I get it. it. No. New furniture? <laughs> yeah, it just feels that. So so that's what I wanted to say,
2: also. Well, because, you, um, you give people a tremendous gift with the work you do, and in gifting someone else, you're also gifting yourself.
4: True.
1: You just yeah, blew my mind, you. Karen.
3: Sorry. Which part? <laughs> I'm that just part? joking.
1: <laughs> no, that's yeah. Awesome. I, I never really thought of it that way before.
2: Well, that's you know what? Awesome. You know what actually got me thinking about that was um, my older sister. was uh, She had breast cancer, and she was telling me about how the doctors that she worked with, she's a nurse, she was telling me the doctor she worked with wanted to buy her a wig. And I said, well, do you want a wig? And she said, no, I don't want to wear a wig. I said, so are you going to tell them that? And she gave me this smile, and she said, who am I to deny them the joy that they would have in giving me a wig they want to participate in my healing process and my gift to them is to allow them to
3: Hmm.
5: i'm glad you brought that up because i noticed that too when when people you know would offer things like can i give you some money and they'll say no no but um if people keep doing that like no it's okay um, it's actually a joy for for them to be able to you know, yes. offer and yeah. get accepted. So, yeah, that that's beautiful that you've. Wow, you've just come. All these things have happened since I've talked to you for the first time. And well, a lot
2: has changed like in a couple of years, Seth, hasn't it?
5: Off. What's yeah, that? The top of your head is blown off. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what the whole thing is. Once My brains happens, are it's falling like all out. All these new. Yeah, <laughs> well, all these new concepts come and all these wisdoms, and it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, what, it's, allow it.
2: Yeah, it, it has. But I, I, I really, I, I like that. That the idea that you let someone gift you with something because, and yeah. because it makes them happy. Yes. And that makes me happy. So, you know, and I've never been good a good person at taking wow. gifts, but that's something that my, my sister taught me. You know, when she could have been just as selfish as she wanted to be because she had breast cancer. Wow. And, you know, if you're ever going to be selfish, I think that's a good time, don't you?
4: Oh,
5: yeah, she was still thinking of others. Yeah. She's, she's that, that's what I mean about, it. like, that's our thoughts. couldn't actually, that's the vibration, that's the light. Yep. So
2: that that's pretty cool yep and it's because we're all connected and I think that yeah. is your main point isn't it
5: yes it is it's about love
2: <sighs> yeah it is about love so Seth we just have a couple of minutes left do you have anything else that you wanted to make sure you got in
5: no I, I actually think I got pretty well today
2: hey very good, good. I did
5: pretty well <laughs> very Excellent. good how you guys feel
2: uh, I feel good.
5: I'm
1: good.
2: I, I thought it went really well, and I appreciate you giving me the little snippets of off-air information um, for the homeowner from the investigation this week. And I've actually been communicating with her via email during all of this as well.
5: Oh, so, cool. <laughs> well, I have more. I wonder if there's a way to talk. Sometime. Well, there is. I'll meet you on Facebook.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I have to do. Um, I'm doing Chuck's show, so I will be on the air until nine o'clock tonight. Um, oh, okay. But send me a message, and I'll pop on about nine. Sound good?
5: Sound great. Okay, Seth, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you around thank nine. Thank you, Seth. Thank, just tell me, you can find me on Facebook, psychic, um, oh. Seth Michael, Spiritual Advisor, Psychic Medium. Oh, that's and right. I'm, I'm sorry, shameless
2: self-promotion. Seth Mike,
5: or, Michael, I, Michael I, Spiritual Advisor. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Thank you. I forgot all about
2: that tonight. I was thinking about other things. Okay, Seth, Just thank Google. you.
5: That's Michael and you'll see the whole team. It's pretty pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, you you guys are a pretty awesome team. And and I was thrilled to work with a couple of you guys and I hope that we can work together some more because I really like the way you guys do things.
5: And and from what I hear, we're gonna we like the way you do things.
2: All <laughs> so, right. So see it all worked out match.
1: fantastically.
2: Yep. <laughs> okay, Seth. For thanks sure. so much right, for coming, can, guys. Yeah, feel better. Thank you, Seth. I will. Thanks. Bye. Uh huh. Good night. Good night. All right, there you go, Bye. guys. Seth Michael. So next week on the show, uh, Cheryl, are we thinking we're doing a roundtable?
0: Yeah, we're going to do a roundtable next week, and that Great. date is May twenty second, twenty fourteen.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. We only have two more shows until we take our June hiatus. Although I'm going a week early because my son's final band concert is the week before, so. <laughs> so next week we're going to have a round table. We'll have a few people on. That'll be good fun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and then the following week I don't know, it's going to be a surprise. Surprise! It might surprise. be Rick yapping at you the entire hour.
1: <laughs> or oh, it, it, could, it could very well be yes. Yeah.
2: And that'll be fine too.
0: Yeah, and for our live listeners tonight, stay tuned after Paranormal Ground Radio because Chuck G is going to be interviewing Karen Fraser and Chad Wilson on In the Dark Radio.
2: Hey hey hey, Chad and I Chad and I haven't done a show together in a while.
0: It's been a while.
2: I know, maybe we'll fight.
0: <gasps> what? Maybe. No. You guys, you and Chad are like on the same wa- wavelength all the time. You guys have like the <laughs> know. same brain. Cheryl,
2: Cheryl will say something to me and I'll say something back to me. That's just exactly what Chad like, just said. Like word
0: for word. <laughs> word for word. Seriously. It's weird. Like Fantastic. It's
2: like somebody, somebody from the great beyond is trying to tell you something through Chad and me.
0: Yeah. Seriously. I'm saying just just saying. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so stick around for Chuck E. G.'s show. That'll be pretty cool. Come yeah. next week, because, you know, we'll have a pretty cool show then. Um, yeah. So, Rick, you, yes. you have somebody that you just can't stand. So, do you think you could find the lessons that this person has taught you in their...
1: I'm hoping that ritual? I can. I, You know what? I'm, I, I, I really am hoping... I'm going to try... And apply this because it's like, oh my God, I just, it's it's very difficult for me to deal with somebody when they can't give. I You know, it's like, okay, respect is not something that's given, it's earned. It's not a right, okay? But human dignity is. And when a person is very degrading towards yeah. other people, it yeah. is, I, I hate it i don't no, i like I
2: understand, that. especially when
1: it's being done to children.
2: The lessons that you have to work harder to learn mm-hmm. are usually the ones that are more valuable
1: I certainly hope so, but i you know what I think that 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 i i'm I'm really hoping that you know maybe this individual's um, attitude can change. But from what I understand the reason that they're there to begin that they're that they're in in my area to begin with because the other area they were at, they couldn't stand this person. So Rick so,
2: yeah. Rick. I'll just tell you right now that the two people I'm talking about are my ex husband and his wife, who have been mentally and emotionally abusive to my child and to okay. me. And yet there are tremendous lessons in that for me. Okay. So if I can if I can find lessons in somebody being that way to my child which is I mean somebody being that way to my child makes me matter than somebody being that way to me. Of course. Yeah, then then the lessons there. You just maybe need to when you meditate ask what it is and it'll come to you. Uh-huh.
1: I will give it a try.
2: <laughs> yeah, because because you being angry isn't hurting that other person.
1: No, it's not even so much of an anger of an anger thing. It's just that, uh, I, well, no, it is okay. It is an anger thing because I get angry when I see the little guy being victimized. No, I get it. I guess you could say, and that, I get
2: it. But can yeah, you do and, something about it?
1: you know what it's but it can't always be just me it's got to be that person too that comes to come to the realization like hey i'm kind of a jerk and i need to do something about it so i mean
2: my point is if you you can't control there's only one person in this world whose behaviors and reactions you have control over and everybody else's aren't really any of your
1: business okay yeah i understand that (laughs) well it's you know i mean it it, it's it, there, there. There's a lot more involved in it. I probably oh, sure. should be going over this on something on air, but uh, yeah, I will. I will try and apply that to the current situation.
2: Yeah, I. It was. I'm not. Tell. I'm not saying it was easy with with Tanner's dad and and the wife. Right. I mean, she is an absolute she beast. She's terrible,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and has been terrible to me, and terrible to my husband, and terrible to my child. They've taken me I'm to court. And sued me. They've sued me, two or three times. They've okay. never won. But I mean, so and just, just, but I can't control that, right? All I can, understand. I all I can do is take the lessons out of it that I can take.
1: Okay, which is no. I mean, yeah.
2: So, just saying. Okay, or you can do whatever you want (laughs) because what you do. Really, none of my business.
1: See? No, I'm like you know, like I said, but I will try and apply that to this current situation. Yes.
2: Yeah, I no, I understand. And when you're in the middle of a situation, it's sometimes hard to step outside of it and take a broader perspective. I get that. I mean, yeah. because I am the queen of just absolutely exploding. Not you know, just like inside, internally being
3: uh,
2: mad about things or upset about things. Mm-hmm. And but what's really funny with me is it's really fast. I get mad, but then it's over, like, in, like, 30 seconds or something. I, I have, sure. like, I have anger ADD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. It's funny. Oh, I know. So let's do this. Um,
3: okay.
2: It's, we're going to go, because Cheryl needs to try and reset this whole thing before Chucky e. G's show. Right. Uh, because we're having some technical, technical hoo-hahs, I think, is the uh, the technical term for it. We're having some, <laughs> some. We're having a little snafu this evening, so uh, come back next week when we'll be having a roundtable with some people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, Shane Shane Pittman of uh, well, formerly of, they were known formerly as Spike Paranormal. Now they're known as Fusion Paranormal. So mm-hmm. Shane Pittman will be joining us mm-hmm. for that.
2: Groovy. all right. So come back next week, six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. Other times, fly over states. Thank you everybody for listening to Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network. You guys have a good evening.
1: Have a good night, everyone.
0: If you'd like to be a guest on Paranormal Underground Radio, email editor at paranormalunderground.net. Until next time, keep exploring the unexplained at paranormalunderground.net. Please join us next week for Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network.